they've hired a contractor to come in, they expect them to be on time and working hard with a really positive attitude and really getting along with everybody that at the site, whether it's full-time employees or fellow contractors, but then by working hard and, and by being engaged and asking questions, they really make themselves very desirable. And those are the people that ultimately have companies offering them full-time jobs because they like what they see both from a technical standpoint and a soft skill standpoint. A lot of people think of temporary contract work as a way to fill the gap until you find a full-time job. But what if you chose to pursue contract work as a way to boost your career? Hi, this is Diana Brunel O'Leary with Job Talk Weekly. I talk with Adam Yatsko, Managing Vice President at staffing firm Robert Half, about why contract work can be a powerful step in your professional development. Let's jump in. Hey, Adam, welcome to Job Talk Weekly. Hi, Diana. Thanks for having me. We've seen a real rise in contract jobs, temporary jobs for professionals in finance and accounting. And while some people think about contract work only after they've lost a job as a way to fill the gap, you've suggested that contract work could also be an excellent option for new college grads, a very purposeful choice to help them launch their careers. So I want you to talk to us about why recent grads might want to pursue the contract route right after college. Sure, Diana. One of the things that we've seen um, through Robert Half is sometimes there's college graduates that they get a degree in accounting, but they don't have any previous work experience. And so contract work allows them to come to work for a staffing firm and ultimately have the opportunity to work with different types of employers where they get to, first and foremost, grow their skills in concert with their, their college degree. But it also allows them to try out a couple different companies and industries to find an opportunity that could be a good fit for them. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that because it is like a crash course in different types of industries. You know, if you pursue the traditional route and you go with a big four firm right after college and you're there for a few years, it will take you a while if you're a little itchy and uncomfortable to bounce around. But if you do the contract work where you get exposure right away to a lot of different companies, small, large, downtown, suburbs, you know, it can help you find your own comfort level. Absolutely. That's part of our process when we're interviewing um, candidates to join our firm and go out on contract assignments is we try and find out what types of companies and industries they're most interested in. Are they looking for a big environment, a small environment, fast paced, slower paced, um, and what specific inter- industries are are of interest to them. And so then we try and not only match technical skills, but also the soft skills to really put people in a position to win. Yeah. And can they also then maneuver a little bit for different industries? Like, let's say someone wants to try out the entertainment industry, um, but only has experience in education. How can they make that link? So what we do is, depending on what the client's requirements are, we line up and match up skill sets. So if they have a specific skill set, for example, accounts payable, then we could take their profile and present it to our clients in the entertainment industry to see if they would be interested. And then we would advocate on behalf of those, the candidates that are worth us based on previous work experience, um, as well as their um, ability, dependability, reliability. And then that allows them ultimately to get a job with, uh, say, a company in the entertainment field. So you're acting almost as their reference, too. You're advocating for these candidates, which is something that if they were applying for a job on their own, they wouldn't necessarily have. 
Absolutely. There's two things here is we have access to the hidden job market where companies aren't necessarily advertising online that they have contract positions posted. So once we the benefit of working with a staffing firm, especially one that specializes in accounting, if that's your, your interest, is we have these relationships where we can open up doors and allow you to come in um, as more, depending on your skill set level, but get you introduced to companies that you wouldn't normally have access to, where you could go in and um, develop not only your technical skills, but your soft skills and find out if it's the right fit for you. So how long do people end up at some of these contract jobs? I mean, is it months? Is it a year? How long? You know, it, it varies. And so we see some that are seasonal jobs where people bring in peak periods. So it could be three months. You see some that are maybe going through projects where they're implementing a new software or going through a merger and acquisition. So it could be three to six months. We have some technical positions that could go up to a year or longer where there people are higher level consultants where they're on contract work. And then we have positions that could go three to six months where it's a contract to hire opportunity where a company is looking to bring in a contractor and if the person's the right fit, extend an offer to them. Yeah. So do you have some success stories of people who did that? Maybe they thought they were just going to contract for a few months and then ended up being there as, as their permanent job. Absolutely. We, we've got so many of them. I would say that probably 20% of the contractors we place across all industries end up getting a full-time job opportunity. And we've had situations where people go in um, and they're working at accounts payable, but then the accounts receivable manager sees them and wants to give them a try in that department because they like the work ethic and the skill set and the ramp up. We've had people go in and one skill set, um, for example, through our administrative division where they're doing high level work for a senior manager. And then another department sees them and maybe offers them an opportunity to go into a different department within a large organization. So um, it really is an opportunity for for contractors to go in um, and get introduced to a company and see if they like the corporate culture and climate and environment, whether they get hired for the specific contract position they're working on or potentially another one within the organization. Well, and what I love about this approach, too, is for the young college grads, it helps them expand their network immediately because they're meeting people that they wouldn't have had a chance to meet otherwise. And especially if they take on, let's say, two contract jobs back to back in a year, they will have built up their network in a whole new way that they wouldn't have had the chance to when they were first starting out. Oh, I would completely agree is that we have people that come in um, that are college grads and they're not sure, you know, I can say the same when I first graduated from college, you just weren't sure exactly who you wanted to work for or where. And so you do a contract job or you do a couple contract jobs, then you start to get a feel for where your fit is in the world and what skills you like, what types of companies you like. Um, do you want to be once again in a big company environment where maybe you're required to wear a tie or maybe you're in more of a business casual environment where you like the flexibility of, of that type of company? Yeah, it can really accelerate your exposure. It really can give you sort of just that taste of everything. And then you can hone in, the candidate can hone in on the things that they know they like about a job because the skills and the jobs that the job that you do day to day is important. But it's the environment that I think makes a big difference. Like you said, a really casual environment versus a more corporate place downtown. I mean, those things really matter and they make a difference to to your satisfaction. 
Absolutely. And the world is always changing. And so it allows you to really try things out as the world evolves, especially over the last couple of years with, you know, how the world is, is gone through a digital transformation. But I think it's, it's important is you, you not only find out what you like, but you also find out what you don't like. And so we'll have people take contract jobs and they'll complete them, but they're like, you know, that's just not the right fit for me. I did a good job, but you know, in the future, I would like to try these types of companies. And so, um, once again, you can find out what you really like, but you can also find out what you don't like. Yeah, and that's just as important when you're trying to find uh, job fulfillment. So let's go to the other end of the spectrum, though. People in their 40s or 50s, you know, mid to late career professionals, why might they purposely go out of their way to find contract work? What's the benefit for them? We have a, a lot of people that are mid or late career that really welcome the contract lifestyle First and foremost, it gives them flexibility on what types of projects and contracts they want to work on. They can really, they really are mid-career, so they know what they're good at, but they like to get, they're not pigeonholed into one job and they can take on a project for three to six months and they can go in and be a difference maker where they can go in and help a company fix different accounting operations or, or quite, quite frankly, across any industry, they can go in and, and make a difference, but they get to hone their skills. They get to do what they like. And also contract jobs potentially allow them to earn a little extra money because um, they might have come from a full time salary position where they're capped out no matter how many hours a week they work. And in contract roles, they can make more money by working overtime if they're interested in it. Yeah. And so let's talk about then the role of Robert Half or the recruiter here, because if people aren't familiar with contract work, there are a lot of questions people will need to figure out. Like you mentioned pay, but also benefits that can vary. So talk to us about how your firm then helps the candidate helps the candidate navigate these waters, especially for someone who's new to all of this. Traditional contract workers are going to work on a, a W-2 basis on an hourly rate, and they can get a competitive rate that is complementary to a, a full-time position. Um, so they're paid hourly. So when they're working, they get paid and they can earn overtime. So there's the compensation piece. But then we do give them access to medical coverage at a competitive price if they would like to buy into that. And so that can be critical for some people that need benefits, but for some that are on their spouse's benefits, for example, not as important. They're more interested in the, the direct labor rate. Mm -hmm. And then as far as additional benefits, we do offer holiday and bonus pay opportunities, depending if there's requirements and you have to hit certain tiers with us, but it allows you to pick up some extra money. And then we also have one of at our company, one of the most comprehensive skills training programs where we have online skills training for for contractors that are current members of our firm that are working for us, where they can go in and take online classes at night and hone skills for their specific skill set. Ooh, tell us more about that because training is so big now and it's so flexible. People can do it from home, but what types of training are you talking about? You know, it can be anything from your basic Microsoft Office skills, so Word, Excel, PowerPoint, Access, things of that nature. But then we also have a tremendous library of over 2,000 titles that are more focused on our key labor categories. So we have administrative, mm -hmm. we have accounting and finance, we have creative and marketing, legal, and then technology. So they can go in and um, hone up on skills. And sometimes it's a matter of taking themselves from beginner to intermediate on a skill set, or maybe um, intermediate to advanced. And we find that our employers that we work with 
really love this because they might have a candidate that's working for them that they really enjoy, but maybe their PowerPoint skills are junior and they're like, we love this person. We want to keep them for the long haul. We would love for them to hone their PowerPoint skills. We can then have a conversation with the contractor and give them the coaching and have them go online and at night um, hone up those skills on PowerPoint so that the the employer now has a candidate working for them that has a stronger skill set for a desired need. And then the employer will be more pleased because they know then that the candidates who you're supplying have a certain level of exper- experience, right? When they say, we need someone who knows PowerPoint or we need, knows Excel in a certain way, that there's a certain bar that they clear because they've trained with you. Absolutely. And so when people initially register with us, we do a technical skills assessment on the areas that they want to work in. So depending on what they want to do, whether it's accounting and finance or the other labor categories, we screen them and, and test them in those areas and find out where their skill sets are at. For the, And then we let them know what types of job opportunities we can match them to. But then we also provide coaching on where they can um, build those skill sets, which makes them a more marketable candidate and ultimately be able to make more money. So does the extra training that they can take, that's optional, of course, but if they want to take this different type of training, does it cost the candidate anything? It's it's part of our internal benefits program, and it's free to everyone that's registered with Robert Half that works with us. Oh, that's and nice. our company. That's a nice perk. So we, well, we, we see it as a very important differentiator with our company, and it's a big topic in the marketplace right now because the unemployment rate is so tight is that is, is upskilling the contract workers that we have so that we've got more marketable people in our, our database for our customers. But also our employers are doing the same thing of part of their retention program is upskilling their current workforce. Yeah, so let's talk about the market right now. I mean, some of the trends that I'm seeing say that these contract jobs are here to stay and they're probably going to increase. But what's your take? What are you seeing out there in the marketplace right now? Definitely flexible staffing is critical to companies because the market is more volatile. And as we see changes like we have over the past year, it allows companies to have their full-time staff that they need to have on to really run their operations. But then they can have a flexible staff to handle peak periods or help them go through projects, mergers and acquisitions, various projects. And so by having part of their workforce is full-time and part of it is flexible, it allows them to be efficient and have the people on staff to get the work done, but at the same point, maintain their costs. And so from a client standpoint, we are seeing more and more companies um, implement a flexible staffing model to allow them to to meet the needs of the company and, and still maintain cost controls. And then for on the other side of it, it's as I've spoken before, the contract workforce, they're allowed to try different projects and pick and choose companies they want to work with without making that long full-time commitment until they're sure it's the right company. Yeah. And sometimes that's going to be a little tough right now because so many of us are still remote. So it's hard to really pick up on the corporate culture. So what have your candidates been doing to really get a sense for the the employee trying to figure out the company and the company trying to get the, to know their employee better, even if they're remote? That's a good question. I think more and more people uh, with the internet are more savvy about the companies that they want to work for, not only uh, desiring the products and skills that they represent, making sure they have cutting edge technology, they want to have a learning environment, they want to have the opportunity to advance their career, but they also want to work for companies that they believe in. And so it's critical for the companies to really project the most positive 
environment from both technical and soft skills and, and their corporate responsibility. But it, so those are things I think that especially new college grads are really in tune with of who they're working for. You know, they want to be set up to win and they want to have the technology to be successful. Yeah, I, I think what you're saying, too, about the Gen Z, sort of the people in their young 20s right now, the folks I've talked to, they definitely know what they want and they don't want. And that's why I've already seen people who only have about two years of experience saying, you know what, this is not the right company for me. I'm just not bought into their mission. So they're very mission driven. Um, do you work with a lot of other mission driven organizations like nonprofits? We do. Our organization works across a wide gamut of industries. We're more labor category focused, as I've mentioned before, but we're fortunate that our, our client portfolio works all the way from small to large companies. We work with nonprofits. We work with large corporations and law firms. We work with small to mid-sized businesses. And so we're really able to create and provide lots of different opportunities for the candidates to work that register with us for contract and, and full-time opportunities. And you mentioned flexibility, which I think is key for a lot of people. Uh, tell us what you think are some of the traits, though, of candidates who do well in this contract environment. You know, someone who is, uh, you know, open to change, obviously, and who's very flexible. But what are the, some of the other things that you see in the candidates that make them successful being able to, you know, jump in and out of these different jobs? Well, first and foremost, I think it is people that are open-minded, they're quick learners. They, they, when they come into a new contract job, they don't come in with all the answers. They really listen to what the customer, the client is looking for ultimately and go in and apply themselves. First and foremost, being dependable and reliable. That is the most critical thing because they've hired a contractor to come in. They expect them to be on time and working hard with a really positive attitude and really getting along with everybody that at the site, whether it's full-time employees or fellow contractors, but then by working hard and, and but being engaged and asking questions, they really make themselves very desirable. And those are the people that ultimately have companies offering them full-time jobs because they like what they see both from a technical standpoint and a soft skill standpoint. Yeah. And those are skills that any employee should be bringing to the workforce, too. So that's a great Absolutely. reminder. Absolutely. OK, Adam, so I'm going to post a link to the company in the show notes, but where should candidates go to learn more? So that would just go to roberthalf.com. And then from there, you'll be able to go onto our website and see our various different areas of talent solutions and labor categories that you could apply to that are of interest to you. Yeah, because you and I are talking here in Los Angeles, but I was first familiar with Robert Half in Chicago. And you have offices not just around the country, but around the world, I suppose. Absolutely. We're in over 35 countries globally operating across the globe. And so we don't have the same operations and offerings across the country. Our, our largest operations are in the U.S. and Canada, but we definitely are a global organization. Fantastic. Well, this has been so helpful. You've given our candidates a lot to think about, Adam. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Diana. I really appreciated it. Take care. Thank you for listening to Job Talk Weekly. If you like the podcast, and we hope you do, the best thing you can do is to subscribe and forward it to your friends. We'd love to hear what you think. So please rate and review us or send us a quick email to info at jobtalkweekly.com. See you next time.